All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a weirdo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. So part of the fun of being able to uh, do this on location, Dave, like we were talking about earlier, sure. is that we've got other people with us this time. Yes. One of our longtime listeners that we've occasionally mentioned on this podcast is actually sitting right next to no, me, and in only, between us. Not actually. only listeners, but but contributors to our Slack channel, Slack sponsors. Yes, we talk all the time about our Slack workspace. We talk all the time about our Patreon site, patreon.com slash America. So it's, it's an honor to have Travis joining us. Uh, if you are part of our Slack workspace, you know him as at whole <laughs> there's a story there you got to join the slack workspace to understand it but travis welcome just be uh be mad be mad at scott at work like <laughs> the old days <laughs> I, I the thing is about scott when you you know when you're mad at him at work you you talk low just like you do with your children is that right <laughs> yeah so when you when you're upset with your children if you talk really really low and they, they have to like they have to get real close to, to close listen to you, yeah you can smack them Mm, Dave knows like nothing this. about that. When he gets mad at me, he yells at me. I just get louder. <laughs> yeah, it's But true. maybe I should try this technique. You have the yeah, experience. Talk, talk. I do not. You lower your voice. Okay. Make sure that okay. Very good. Because then they really know you're mad. All right. Very good. All right. So fun fact. Not only is Travis a part of our Slack workspace, our inner community of this podcast that we'd love for anyone to join who's listening to this, but he also got me into fantasy soccer in the first place. Very cool. This would not be a thing with me involved at least. If it wasn't for this guy here to my left, Travis, tell us about uh, how you came to uh, become a fan of the most wonderful club in the world. <laughs> uh, honestly, um, the 05 Champions League final was something that I was super aware of uh, as a as a player. I watched a lot of soccer and, and never really uh, honed in on a team really at all. And then the 05 final happened, and the passion around that event was was indescribable and uh, it kind of sucked me in truthfully. And so then I started doing a lot of research and um, you just kind of landed on uh, Liverpool, mostly because of, of the, the, the guy that Steven Gerrard was and what he meant mm-hmm. to the club uh, was kind of what I, I had always wanted to be as a player and was never good enough to, to be. Um, and so seeing him be able to, to do it and to, to, you know, single-handedly, you know, kind of pull a team up, uh, whether they were good or not, um, and and win the biggest you know trophy that there is out there was it was a big deal, and uh, sucked me in. Dave, I know you're not a Liverpool fan, so he's referring to that one night in Istanbul. And don't watch the movie called One Night in Istanbul because it's not good. <laughs> I was gonna say, is that, that a there song? There is one, and they're all in it, and it's really bad. <laughs> it's a song, right? Uh, so, well, Dave, Bangkok, One Night in Bangkok. <laughs> Yes, good call, Brian. Which I think is also a Nick Cage movie. Yes, 
Bangkok. One night in Bangkok. One night in Bangkok. <laughs> Brian, Brian off mic here, but here at the table with us, helping me with that. Thank yeah. you, Brian. <laughs> um, Travis, you're thinking of you're thinking of of uh, uh, what's the um, Kurt Russell movie? Uh, uh, big Trouble York. in Little yeah, China. Yeah. Big Trouble in Little uh, China. Not Escape from New York. Of. Well, that too. <laughs> Escape from L.A. is one of the Escape. worst, <laughs> best movies of all time. It big is trouble. an unbelievable movie, but Big Trouble in Little China is what I'm getting at. Sure. With the fingernails? Con- continue, continue with the podcast. All right, very good. Uh, we were playing fantasy, though, Travis, back in the days when you played fantasy soccer on ESPN's website. Yep. Prior to when... Uh, those were back in the days when you got one match a week on TV in the United States from the Premier League, and it was on tape delay. Dude, that was when I was watching uh, Matt and I, my brother and I, were watching sketchy, using sketchy websites. Iraqi streams and to such watch, like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. To well, watch Premier League matches. Literally, it was like IraqiGoals.com or something like that that we were watching matches on uh, if you wanted to pick your team. Thankfully, though, Liverpool was on more often than anyone else at that at that time. I know because I was watching my matches that way. They had the best ads though on those uh, those sketchy sites. <laughs> I I met my wife that way um, through sketchy sites through the ads. Uh, okay, that's good. Yeah, that's great. That's Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we'll we'll let that go. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So Travis, you've been a part of our. Not only our FPL America podcast league, but a part of what we call our mini league on this podcast. Uh, uh, obviously, as a part of our Slack workspace, you're, you're in on that. How's your season gone to this point? Um, not well. Mm. Not well. I really thought I was going to pull off an upset here and pass Brother Matt, but um, I don't think the stars aligned today. <laughs> it was that. close. The, the negative 20 in like week four... <laughs> Which was my first negative ever in fantasy. You took a negative ever. 20. I took a negative That's 20. That's a full commitment. To I, never have I was, one? To I just, just jump so right angry. in? Did you have so your angry. wild card at that point? Oh, no. I had already played that in week two. <laughs> and my wild card was so bad that I just decided that I was going to just, just you know, go for broke. And sure. I am still broke. So, yeah, this season went about as well as your season last week, or last year. Uh, thank so. you for that reminder, yes. Uh, <laughs> no one who listens to this podcast needs a reminder of how bad my season was last year. Uh, do you regret now that we're here on negative 38, or not negative? Negative 38. Game week. Game hey, week Brian, 38. Brian, hand that guy another beer. <laughs> I haven't eaten anything yet today. We game week tell. 38. Now that we're sitting here on game week 38, do you regret the negative 20 back in game week four? Um. <sighs> It's hard to say. It's hard to say yes because ultimately, once I made those transfers, I stuck with a lot of those guys. Okay. Uh, pretty much through this season, it just takes so many. It just takes so many weeks to really get um, a feel for how the season is going to go. Yep. I mean, you always have the: is it going to be a defensive forward year? Is it going to be a goal scorers year? That's right. Um, before you can really tell how you're going to set your team up or who you want and. It just flip flops so so much through the first couple of weeks that um, it was hard to tell. And I like to be right from the beginning, and I wasn't. And uh. so once I course corrected, I think I I think I did pretty well. Um, but I was just so far behind, I wasn't in the, the, in the hunt for the anything. course correction. Took a little longer, maybe than normal. Yeah, for me at least, for my choices, definitely. And I was paying attention. I think a lot more this year than I than I have in the past, which was unlike me, and yeah. maybe maybe hurt me because usually I just kind of <laughs> wing it. And uh, it all worked out. Yeah. It is interesting how if you get off to a great start, it obviously sets you apart. And while it is a long season, you do find a kind of a lane. And it's hard to get out of that lane for the rest of the entire season. It's, yeah. it's a crazy thing. 
So with that in mind, what are you going to do differently to start next season? I hope um, I hope you're going to stay with us next season. Yeah, first yeah, of all. for sure. Okay, good. For sure. I mean, ultimately, I think when the way, the way I started out this year was um, I picked guys that were uh, perennial scorers. I think more more than anything, guys that um, um, you could count on to to put numbers up regardless of what the form was for their team or for them personally. And it kind of bit me in the ass. <laughs> Uh, because injuries, uh, became an issue and truthfully their form tanked in a way that, that I don't think anybody could have predicted. And that's really what, that's really what, what kind of set up the, the early wild card, early negative 20. Hmm. And so I think, um, I think it taught me more than anything that you can take a couple of crappy game weeks and still turn it around. Uh, you don't have to just uh, go all in on a whole new team and um, and start over. You can you can figure it out uh, through three or four game weeks as opposed to just you know giving up. We've been talking about how you know KDB has been sort of non-existent here in the second half of the season, not in other competitions, but in FPL specifically. Correct. I talked about how you know I've stuck with Kane and Salah and Bruno, and that has not paid off here at the end of the season. So I, I, yeah, I, I think that echoes what you're saying here. Thank you, Travis. It's great to have you. Thanks you're for welcome. joining us on this uh, end of season bash. You're welcome. And I love how calm calm you sound. Like you, you're sounding so calm and non snarky. I, uh, uh, which I do, is fantastic. I do all of my talking, uh, with my typewriter and my, my, you know, my keyboard. And, uh, so send nasty notes and, and emails. Uh, I don't do it face to face cause I'm not big enough for that. Sure. On a strategy point, there's nothing better than starting badly and then con maintaining the badness. I would say that's a better strategy than what, like starting in say first or second after the first few weeks and then finishing sixth or seventh or whatever because that's that yeah exactly I, very much a Everton Spurs type season for for me personally so I I really I appreciate and respect your your failure and your sticking to failure uh, for the season. Yeah. Travis, thank thank you so much. Hey, right now uh, live as we're sitting here, Travis just got off the mic and uh, Jeff. Scott, yes. I'll let you introduce Jeff. Jeff yeah. is sitting down with us. So Jeff is literally our host for today uh, for this on-location uh, recording that we're doing. On the on the big screen, uh, if you follow us on social media, you, you'll see the matches and how we've been watching them, uh, both earlier this season at a couple of test events that we did, but also today as, as we're getting ready uh, here with Game Week 38. So Jeff, first of all, thank you. Thank you. Sure. Our pleasure. It's it's a it's been a you know in in the mess that has been <laughs> uh, COVID in regards to you know large scale gathering public gatherings in the theater has been open. You know it's been fun to be able to do these these uh, screenings in the space. You know it's nice. Now in part I wanted to to have you uh, join us in this recording today because uh, not only obviously are are you uh, making this possible for us to do today but also because uh, you have kind of gone all in this year on the premier league and you've specifically you, you you've found a club yeah and you've, you've you've gone all in with that club as well so tell us about how that has gone Although, i don't year. know now you know <laughs> yeah that's how i feel <laughs> <laughs> Je jeff you and brian have a bond now yeah, yeah. this is great yeah. 
the start of the season, I was like, oh man, this is great. This is so much fun. And then, yeah, it was all. So, so tell it. So, we're referring to the fact that you've become a fan of Spurs this yes. season, yes. and and you've watched a lot more Premier League football. Tell yeah. us how that's how that's come about. Yeah. So, so when I was younger, I, I, I was a soccer. I, you know, I played soccer all, all growing up, and and it was my life. I mean, I played year round, and and uh, and. My, I spell my name with a G. It's G O F F R E Y. It's the British spelling. My parents were Anglophiles. They were super into British culture. Love it. Yeah. My father spent. You know, my father would always go to England a lot for for theater things. What, he, what part of England? I mean, it, it, well, so so my dad would always go to London. Okay, fair enough. Because because my my father's a, a theater guy, so he would go to see theater in the West End all the nice, time. Nice. And, and I, I've gone to I've gone to, to London a couple of times. Um, and uh, but but there was there was a time my father went and he, he he went and he asked me at the time he's like hey you know what you know what would you like back and I said bring me a scarf bring me back a scarf of a Premier League team and so my my father brought me uh, a Tottenham Hotspurs scarf back uh, from 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 England because he was in London so it was like ah well you know this is what was there so I I at, so I became a Spurs fan casually at that point. And then uh, when I came back uh, to it uh, during this time, it was it was the Spurs that I gravitated to. I can't find that scarf though. It's driving me crazy. This is this is one of the most fun parts about how I mean it's, it's well documented that uh, you know there are different ways that different American fans are coming to cheer for a club in England. A lot of times in the United States are are you know affinities towards certain clubs are based on maybe geography or certain events when we were children that that stood out to us and, yeah. and drew our hearts to a team literally it's absolutely random in anything that's bringing us to you know which premier league club we're cheering for now that the access is so much broader and uh and and you know we're seemingly able to go all in like we've been talking about this yeah. year for you it literally it was a scarf brought it's home it's totally a scarf it's totally a scarf brought home and and uh and the other team. This, is, this has been how tragic my Premier League year has been. I was also pulling for Fulham all year too. Nice. Because because I love. We all we all were. I think. Yeah, yeah. But I was because because the the stadium is on the on the Thames, and because of again mm. the sort of theater connection, you know, the, the Globe and all the theater district. The history of that in London was that it was on the Thames, and that that stadium and the way it sort of looks and it's sitting on the Thames. I was like, oh man, I love I love this idea of Fulham, and then of course you know my two teams are. Well, I mean, also you forgot the part that Scott Parker is a beautiful human being. Yeah, that that that's important to yeah. some that's of us. That's all you care about. <laughs> Listen, if I had the fashion and style and look of Scott Parker, I'd be a happy man. On he, the manager handsomeness scale, that's all that's what measures for you. If only I could match his Scottness, that would be that would be so great. Jeff, you are actually the type of person that we've been doing this podcast for for the last four or five years, which is you know why I love that, that we're talking with you right now, because obviously we are FPL America. We've been trying to be uh, you know essentially the voice of FPL or something that those who are in the United States love fantasy blank, fantasy football, fantasy baseball, basketball, whatever it might be, joining into this fantasy soccer, fantasy Premier League scene as it's growing. Now... What are what, what what do you think now that you've had this season you've you've gone all in with the club you, you've been enjoying a lot of matches obviously you know as we've been kind of locked down and slowly opening up over the last year the, you know watching Premier League football has been a, a big thing on the weekends are you planning to play fantasy Premier League next yes, year yes one hundred percent the thing I've got to figure out though is because if Kane leaves <laughs> yeah. Spurs I've got to figure out what I'm going to do because it would have been real easy you know I would just you know play 
play Sunny and that's Kane right. every, yeah, that's every right. week. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that was the strategy a lot of the year. That's yeah, true. beginning at the beginning of the year, <laughs> that sure. was like a go-to. You know, we were talking about we were talking about uh, about Son today because we were like, has he scored? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> has he scored for like two like months? But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm 100. I think you know. Also, I think spending a year. You know, well, really, I'd I'd say it's really been a year and a half because we got the mm-hmm. weird you know, project the restart, weird yep. project restart part of the year or two. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited, and uh, I, I think it, it makes being a fan even more enjoyable because you have something at stake beyond just your own team. Yeah. So it's interesting, right? So, like, there's oftentimes we'll talk about, uh, you know, especially depending on where your own personal team is, whether it's Arsenal, Liverpool, or Spurs, or West Ham, or whatever. United or City, sometimes it's against your fantasy team. So oftentimes we pose the question of, what would you rather see today? Yeah, Your real-life team succeed or your fantasy fantasy team team. succeed. And oftentimes they cannot coexist. And so it it brings in an extra dimension personally of, what the hell am I rooting for today? (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Well, I have to decide, right, too, right? Kane Kane won the golden boot today. And and if Kane is not on Spurs next year, do I, you know, do do you pick him up? Do you carry him? I mean, it's... uh, well, even today, I felt it a little bit with with Leicester City. I I was really torn today. I'm glad Spurs won, but I was I was kind of actually hoping that Leicester City would find their way into the top. Scott, four. it was a, a fun dynamic because uh, Jeff and I obviously different rooting interests today. I would love yeah. to see Arsenal finish above Spurs today. They did not. Arsenal won their match, but Spurs won their match as well. Therefore, Arsenal finished below them in eighth place. Spurs finished in seventh. Yeah, they were sort of fighting for the new Europa Conference spot. That's right. And so I was torn between rooting for, okay, I'd love to finish above Spurs. Sure. And uh, and, and Spurs were either losing or drawing for much of that game mm-hmm. until, I don't know, the 80th minute. We'd have to go back and look. But it was late. It was late. And then uh, and or against, okay, do I would I rather have Arsenal in a year where it's sort of a reset, no European football, just domestic stuff, and let's get our shit together, right? Yeah. Like that's what it felt like. You know, does that is that where we need to be? Like, what's going to be better? I was battling that in my mind most of the day. And so, <laughs> as 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 the Arsenal and then the, the uh, Arsenal was winning most of the day. And so, uh, you know, and the, the Spurs match and Leicester match was kind of up and down. So it was just kind of this wave of okay, that's going to happen. Okay, now this is going to happen. Okay, well, this could happen. So yeah, it was. It made it just a, a fun. yeah fun day. That's, Jeff, Arsenal, that's Arsenal's five year slogan: is Hey, come on, let's get our <laughs> together. Isn't it, Dave? <laughs> Personally. Personally. So true. For All sure. right, Jeff. Here's my final question: As a new FPL player next season, if Harry Kane is on City or Chelsea, is he in your game week one oh, lineup? God. I, yeah, I, I think you have to. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. But there you go. Now you feel it. Now you feel that conflict. You're you're all in, and I'm glad, and I'm excited about that. Thank you very much for for chatting with us for a few minutes. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. What a fantastic way to end today. Uh, The end of the season, a grueling season that was weird Mm. and fun. And Scott had about uh, every ups and downs and roller coasters that we could imagine Mm -hmm. from – we thought relegation fights to not relegation fights to top four spots to Europa spots. Uh, it's just been fantastic. Scott, Brian, Jeff, Travis, thank you again for today and making this special. And before anyone tells you otherwise, uh, I'm excited that this could be the second time I win the podcast mini league. 
not the first time, as you will hear <laughs> if you talk to someone else. All right, Scott, congratulations for winning the uh, league for the first time. I'm so well mad done. At you. I'm you so have battled mad at you. hard. We are fighting and uh, all summer long. That's fantastic. And the the next pod will update. Uh, we, we don't know how to do fast math. We'll update our uh, the Scott and Dave the right. year long bets. Yes, I think I beat him on. I hope so. Uh, he is saying that I have not. It's will, it's actually will. possible that for the first time you did. <laughs> we I'm will, not going to lie. We will do the tallies. Hey, uh, for the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith.